Welcome everybody to another episode of the Anti-Asylum, and today's episode we're going to be reviewing Monday Night Raw. And if you guys do enjoy, make sure to rate me five stars, put me on your favorites, and uh, yes dudes, let's get right into the Raw review. Seth Rollins kicks off Raw. To a mixed reaction, Seth Rollins hit the ring to kick off Monday's broadcast. He retaliated his claims that Raw sucked at Survivor Series. He said the men and women in the locker room are his family, and he felt responsible to motivate them. He called Kevin Owens to the ring, claiming to owe him the biggest apology. KO said Rollins' apology was crap and questioned whether the... Authors of Pain are the two closest members of his family. Quotes, you are wanna you wanna know how I know you're lying because your mouth is moving. End quotes. AOP interrupted the back and forth and challenged Rollins and Owens to a match. Rollins said he would not speak for Rollins, but seemed in a fa- in favor. Further bickering led to Rollins walking out, leaving Owens to issue an open challenge to to anyone in the back. Prior to the break, Bobby Lashley and Lana were shown heading through the backstage area, insinuating the Almighty was about to accept. Um, for a grade, uh, I give that a B minus. Uh, for last week, for Seth Rollins to you know talk crap about. Raw and talk about the locker room, how bad they were at Survivor Series, and then all this, you know, you're sitting here saying, oh, this could turn him heel, this can do so much for him, but then all of a sudden, now, coming to this week, he's suddenly apologizing? Really? Like, you qu- you got him to be looking like a heel, but now you're making him look like a face. What is he? You're going to all of a sudden turn him heel, or are you going to keep him as a face? What are you doing, WWE? Because somehow he's going to backlash Raw and talk bad about it. Let's plant our flag and do this, but I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, now he's turn- he looks like back to being a face? I- I- you make no sense at all. Just turn him heel. It's time for him to be heel. Like, oh my gosh. So freaking horrible, but yeah, I get that B minus, not bad. Um, next match we got Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley. After the break, Lana entered the arena and said Raw was all about her. Owens interrupted her promo, saying that no one cares about her or her ongoing relationship with Lashley. Owens said Lana speaks so much but says nothing whatsoever. Lashley arrived, and the first match of the night was underway. Coming out of an ill-timed break, Owens caught Lashley with a cannonball. Lashley recovered and recovered, delivered a facebuster to KO, for, but could only keep him down for a count of two. Owens recovered and delivered the pop-up powerbomb. Just as the babyface was building momentum, Ackham and Razor hit the ring and attacked Owens. They beat down, beat him down and dragged him to the locker room as Lashley and Lana watched from the squared circle. Rusev came from out of nowhere and blasted Lashley with a machka kick. After the break, when Lashley berated the detectives for not preventing Rusev from attacking, the Almighty and the Ravishing Russian were arrested and dragged from the arena in handcuffs. 
Results, Owens defeated Lashley by disqualification. If I had to give this a grade, I would probably say A minus. I know people are going to go back to Lashley like, oh, why'd you give him A minus? Only thing because of that is because Rusev came out. Only reason why. I was hyped about that. I was like, heck yes. Come on, Rusev. I want to see you do it because I am sick and tired of this storyline. I just want to see Rusev beat the living tar out of Bobby Lashley. I, that's all I want to see in this in this rivalry. Uh, you know, the whole, um, uh, what is it, uh, restraining order, it, it's gone out the window. Yeah, to say they're going to arrest him, he was right there in front of her, and they didn't arrest him. Okay. I guess the whole uh, storyline of the part of the storyline where the restraining order went away, I guess. I don't know. I, that's cool. Uh, you know, they didn't do anything. They arrested Bobby Lashley and Lana. That was pretty cool. Thank God. But, you know, they got released the next freak, the, that night or that next day or something. T- this morning or something. I don't know. Um, cool stuff. Um, Kevin Owens and Bobby Lashley. That was a decent match. I, but for Ackerman Razor to come out, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, people were thinking, oh, they're on these side. They're on this side. They're not on your side. They're not anybody's side. They're their self. <laughs> I don't know why people are like, oh, I'm glad Razor and Ackerman are doing something with their lives. But, you know, kind of weird matchup. Matchup. All right, next match we got Kiritazawa versus Drew McIntyre. Oh my God, what the heck are you doing? Fresh off a competitive showing during the Survivor Series kickoff show, in which he lost a triple threat match for the Cruiserweight Championship, Kiritazawa faced the unavailable task of battling Drew McIntyre in singles competition. The Scottish psychopath towered over his opponent and tossed him to the mats with relative ease. Tozawa turned the tables quickly and delivered up top suicide to, to pay suicide that stunned his opponent. McIntyre answered by delivering a reverse Alabama slam on the floor. Back to the ring, McIntyre wore down Tozawa with the headlock and woke him up woke him back up with this sickening chop, an overhead su- su- suplex set Tozawa across the squared circle in a mesmerizing display of power from the sinister Scott. The beatdown c- concluded with the Claiborne kick that turned Tozawa inside out. After the match, McIntyre cut a promo about the cryptic complaints of the Raw locker room. He called out Randy Orton leading into the commercial break. Uh, result, McIntyre defeated Zawa. Oh, I gotta say, that was a pretty freaking good clay bar kick. Like, oh my gosh. That was darn good. And right now, Tazawa, what, what are they doing with you? You literally had tons of chances. Look like you're gonna push, then all of a sudden, no. <laughs> Drew McIntyre, they really need to give him a big push, like I said, and like past my other episodes I have. Guys, he needs a big push. I not I'm not being biased here, you know, because you know I, I am. He is one of my favorite superstars, but 
he needs a big push. He really does. And he, he they need to work with him. He, he he definitely deserves it. Like I said, Randy Orton, you had ninety three and ninety four title titles. It's time for it's it's my time. It's time for me. And it really is time for him. But if I had to get this match a grade, um, I would give it a B plus. Not bad at all. Like for Akira Tozawa and Drew McIntyre, especially David and Goliath. But not bad match really from both men. I thought that was a pretty good match. I gave it a B plus. Um, not bad. Well, let's move on. McIntyre calls out Randy Orton. After the commercial, commercial McIntyre remained in the ring, calling out Randy Orton repeatedly. He re he replayed footage from last week of this shop off with the Viper and demanded that 13-time world champion to get his butt to the ring. Orton made his entrance and came face to face with McIntyre. The Scottish psychopath said the only thing Orton is forceous at. At, in 2019, his posting on social media, he said he was bigger, stronger in the future. Orn replied, saying he was earned the right to do whatever he wants. <clears throat> he said McIntyre, though he has not. The Viper has said the two of them are good at that they have no issues. If McIntyre had a problem with him, though, they could solve it. Though C's music played when AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, and the Glute Gallows interrupted in the proceedings. Infuriated Styles, frustrated by Orton costing him the United States Championship last week, demanded a match with the third-generation star. McIntyre divorced himself from the situation as the OC surrounded the ring. <coughs> the three-on-one beatdown ensued. Orton left to fend for himself. Ricochet's music played, and the one and only hit the, the ring to make the save. Humberto Carrillo joined but the numbers game continued to be problematic. Rey Mysterio joined the fray, cleaning house of the heels, heading into the break. <sighs> okay. If I had to get this a grade, I would give it a B minus. <sighs> Only why I'm giving this a B minus. You know what? I'll give it a B. Just because of the Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre talking to each other in the promo. Not why it's not in the A's is because of the whole OC versus Carrillo and Ricochet and Rey Mysterio. <sighs> what are you doing, man? Like, is this how it's going to be now? Like, come on, man. There's no reason for this to happen. Like, Ricochet and Humberto have always been a tag team. Like, they've been in, like, six-man tag team matches. It's like, come on. Give them something better. And it's always every week. I don't know if it's every week. I don't know. It's some week. I feel like it's every week. That, that you always see a ta six-man tag team match. And somehow the OC's in it. You know? Like. Come on, man. Like, Humberto, I don't know what they're going to do with him. Apparently, there was a rumor that he's getting, a he's, he's getting this push, and then all of a sudden, now, they gave up on him. 
they gave up basically. They don't. There's like, eh, we don't want you guys. We're not gonna give you this push. And then now he's basically back in the single, the tag team division. It's like, come on, man, you gotta do something with them. Give them something. <laughs> but whatever. I I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I really don't. Let's move on. Alistair Black versus Tony Nice. <clears throat> Sorry. Former Cruiserweight champion Tony Nice became the latest superstar to knock on Alistair Black's door. Squaring off with the Entomatic NXT alumnus, Nice gained moment- momentary upper hand, dropping Black throat first on the top rope. Black recovered and loaded a fury of kicks. <coughs> My bad. Sorry, guys. Black recovered and loaded a fury of kicks about about the body of his opponent and put him away with Black Mass for the convincing win. After the match, Charlie Crusoe interviewed Buddy Murphy backstage. Buddy Murphy said he did not regret challenging Black and claimed that his newfound rival took himself way too seriously. Results, Black defeated Nice. <coughs> if I had to give this a grade, I would give it a B. Not bad. Not bad match. Um, there was a few problems with it. <sighs> why Tony Nice? That's <laughs> why Tony Nice. Uh, Tony Nice right now, apparently NXT, I'm guessing. He's with NXT, I guess. I don't know. Then all of a sudden, now he's with Raw. Uh, okay. And then Alistair Black facing off with them. Okay, that's that's fine, I guess. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, my guy. Um, he needs a. Yeah, I, I think he deserves a push. That that's just me though. I really think uh, Alistair Black. He he definitely deserves it. He's a great competitor. He. He does so good in the ring. Um, the, his whole gimmick, I really do like it. I love it. Man, uh, welcome. Love it. Great job. Just he just he just needs that push to build momentum. Just to spark it up a little bit. But did I give a grade on this? I give it a B. Uh, let's move on. Next match, we got Eric Young versus Andrade. Andrade sought to continue his winning ways of late as he squared off with Eric Young in singles competition. Young, the former Impact Wrestling World Champion, put up, uh, put up a tougher-than-expected fight against Aldalo, Idolo, El Idolo, cheese. Andrade, though, picked up the pinfall victory in a hard-fought bout. Um, after the match, 24-7 champion R-Truth rushed to the ring and quickly found himself in, la- in the laps of NASCAR stars Kyle Busch and Michael Waltrip. Truth tried to make good with the duo, only to find out that Waltrip had a referee shirt on underneath his jacket. Befuddled, befuddled Truth left himself open to a schoolboy roll-up from Bush, who won the fall and title. Result, Andrade defeated Young. 
if I had to give this a grade, I would give it a B minus. Uh, Andrade, you're doing good. That it's at least this did something with Eric Young. We haven't seen Eric Young in a match in what forever. Like, oh my gosh! Like, come on, Eric Young. You know they need to do something with him. He's basically just a guy in the back, just to throw him over the bridge, under the bridge. I hate it. I really do. I like. I I do like Eric Young. After they got done with San. They got rid of Sanity. It, the whole thing with Eric Young, Ky- um, Killian Dane, whatever, everybody else. I already forgot your guys' names. You have all went down the hill, downhill already. You've all, like I said, went downhill. It's not fun anymore. That splitting up Nikki Cross, staying at NXT was not good, in my opinion. That's where everything went downhill. They were going to be dominant in the main roster. But no, they had to get rid of Nikki Cross to keep her in NXT. And then, and all of a sudden, making Sanity job to New Day. Making him job to New Day, uh, to the Usos and all that. It's like, oh my gosh, you guys are horrible. Like, I absolutely love Sanity. I loved him back in NXT. And if they were still here today on the main roster, I would absolutely love him even more. Because, dudes, they're not doing very much in NXT. Uh, Killian Dane and whatever the other guy is. He's with uh, Demperium. Is with the Imperium. I didn't know that until I saw them when they attacked, um, when they were on, they came to the main roster and attacked some people. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, cool, they're actually doing something with them. But, it, their whole careers are going downhill. Nikki Cross, they're doing something with her, um, with Alexa Bliss. I didn't really expect that. I, I understand those two are like, you know, psychos. Like they want to say, um, I they really messed up. If they ever bring back Sanity, keep them all together. Like, oh my gosh, that's just one thing I hate about it is that they get rid of tag teams, like actual factions. They get rid of factions, and it's boring. It's like that's what makes me excited is factions, Sanity. Was one of them. Um, Evolution. Um, DX. Uh, what? Like. There was another faction. What was it? I don't know. Uh, oh, Wolfpack. That was a good one. NWO. Even them NWO. That was really good. I absolutely loved all those. There's just a few. Yeah, I'm, li- I'm starting to like Imperium, but. You know, I like Imperium, but, you know. The way they're taking the other guy from Sanity, it's like, you just throw him in there. I know he's from, like, what, England or something? Is he from England? See, I don't know. I don't... When he was with the Sanity, I knew everything about those guys. Now I'm just like, who? (laughs) 
it's it's nuts. I don't. What are you doing, WWE? You gotta, you gotta do something with your lives. But let's move on. No way, no way, Jose versus Eric Rowan. <clears throat> no way, Jose. Conga dancer sparked a fire inside Eric Rowan by towing with the mysterious cage he has brought to the ring over the last month. Rowan responded by obliterating <clears throat> Jose and chasing the rest of his conga line from the ringside area. Infiltrating Rowan delivered a consecutive iron claw slams for the second. Decisive win. Results, Ron defeated Jose. Since you got with an actual competitor, I'm going to give you a C plus. You were going to get a D. You were going to get a D. But now you're going to get a C plus. Just because of that. <clears throat> Don't have nothing to say about that match. Let's move on. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus the Kabuki Warriors. Okay. A week after being blinded by the trademark green mist of Asuka, Charlotte Flair sought vengeance against the Empress of Tomorrow and tag team partner Kyrie Sane in a two-on-one candy cap match. Flair weathered the storm early, surviving an attack to prior attack prior to the bell and fended off the women's tag team champions heading into the commercial break. After the timeout, the champions dominated the queen. Even countered a moonsault, attempting by getting their knees up and leaving Flair wiring, I don't know, in the pain. <clears throat> Flair mounted a late comeback and was in position to pick up the win. She dropped Asuka with a spear and applied, applied the figure eight. Unfortunately for Flair, she missed a tag to Sane, who delivered the insane elbow just as Flair bridged into the hold three seconds later and the Kabuki Warriors netted the win. Results, the Kabuki Warriors defeated Flair. If I had to get that grade, that was a B. That was a B. Not bad. Why two on one? I don't know. But eh. I get that you're upset about her spitting in her face, but eh, yeah. get over it. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the Viking Raiders versus Mark Sterling and Michelle Lyons? I don't know. Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, squared off with enhancement stars Mark Sterling and Mitchell Lyons. I don't know. Eric and Ivor squash Sterling Lyons. They are in the win with the Viking experience. The end. The end. Results, the Viking Raiders defeated Lyons and Sterling. Grade, C+. Well, you know what? B minus. <clears throat> B minus. I didn't get this match. I really didn't. I screw it. Who knows? Why? Ugh. It ticks me off. They're a raw tag team champions. Face good tag teams. But, but hey, we're at raw. They don't really have much. So that's probably why they lost that Survivor Series. But hey, what do I know? What do I know? Alright. The main event. Rey Mysterio, Bata Carrillo, and Ricochet versus the OC. A red-hot action-packed six-man tag team match pitting, putting Ricochet, Bata Carrillo, and United States Champion Rey Mysterio against the OC's 
AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson headlined this week's show. The baby faces rolled early, but an early alert. Anderson pulled Mysterio out of the ring during a 619 attempt and sent him crashing into the ring post. The heels capitalized, beating down the OCs, the U.S. champion, and isolating him from his partners. The hot tag to Ricochet late in the match sparked a massive comeback. Mysterio delivered the 619. Corolla wiped out Anderson with the Blanche, and Ricochet dropped Styles with the recoil. The one and only looked to be on his way to victory, perching Styles on the top rope and setting him up for a big head scissors. The veteran Styles countered, though, and delivered a Styles clash from the top rope for the pinfall victory. After the match, the leader of the OC stood tall until Randy Orton came from out of nowhere and dropped him with the RKO. The OC defeated Mysterio, Carrillo, and Ricochet. Now, before we say anything about this match, can we please talk about how annoying this match was? The match, no, I'm not saying the match, the people that were in the match, the match was fantastic. I loved it, but oh my gosh, the freaking ring announcers. I was about to go through that freaking screen. I got so sick and tired of hearing about Ricochet. I absolutely love Ricochet, but this whole superstar superheroes are real thing has really got has really got out of hand because the whole time in that match all you hear was oh here we go this the superhero oh my gosh how could he do that how did he kick out oh my gosh well you take your arm and then you lift it so that's how you do it is that how it works is that how you do it guys is that how we do it you take your arm and you pull it up wow congratulations you did it I, he could do amazing things. I absolutely love Ricochet. He could do amazing things, but every single second, that's all we hear is from the ring announcers. Oh, the the guy that says superheroes are real, he's gonna fly. We knew superheroes could fly. It's real. He can do it. I'm like, we get it. That he wants to prove that is. He could do amazing things. Great. I love it. Keep going, but stop with the saying about the superheroes we get it that he can do amazing absolute fan freaking tastic but please stop every second every sentence you talk about is about how rick shea saying about rick superheroes are real and all about that and i'm like oh my god please stop and then all of a sudden saying about humberto carrillo saying oh he he's He's a superhero as well. Look at my fly. I was like, oh my God, stop. You're going to ruin this career as well. Oh my God. Stop. I, like, I'm not backlashing anything. I'm just saying, please stop. Stop. That's a, I know, he, technically he earned that. He did earn that. The saying about that, because he can do so much in the ring. And outside the ring as well. But, oh my gosh. That's really just dragging him down, making that so annoying in his matches. I just want to enjoy a match. I just want to enjoy his matches. But I just can't when I hear every single second of, oh, he's a superhero, he, he, super, super, and this is how it believes in superstars are real. <clears throat> and can we talk about, real quick, about what happened in the middle of this match? I don't know if it was in the middle of this match. I believe it was. It was. 
one of the announcers, I don't know who it was, but he said, I think it was Humberto or Rey Mysterio or even Ricochet, I don't know who the flip it was, saying, oh, this is what does like a flip or something. This, this is what Raw is all about. I'm like, okay, this is what it's all about. But you could use that as five series. Right now, you're not really packing it up because you guys didn't really do much. You guys lost. You only won one. That was on the freaking pre-show. That's what sucks. Like, Raw hasn't been doing good. And, but, hey, you know, it's your show. I like it. Whatever. If I get this match a grade, I would give it an A. I absolutely love that match. And what made it better is that the OC finally beat Humberto Carrillo and god dang Ricochet. And Ricochet. I don't know about Rey Mysterio. I don't know if they ever paid. I, maybe he has. I don't know. But oh my gosh. Thank you. Finally. That's why it's getting an A for me. Good job. Great stuff. I absolutely love that match. Uh, great job to Ricochet, Humberto, Rey Mysterio, but the real thanks is to the OC. Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and AJ Styles. Oh my gosh. Like, thank you, WWE. Finally give them the win. Keep that going. Keep that win streak going because they absolutely need it. They really do. It's so stupid that they're basically giving away uh, wins to like Humberto Carrillo and AJ uh, Ricochet. Now, I do love Ricochet a lot. I'm just saying, you know, OC deserves it better, I'm guessing. What I'm trying to say is they deserve it better, in my opinion. Just because, you know, they're the better faction. They're better people. <laughs> I know they're heels. I know faces always go over heels. But it's time for heel, this heel team, this heel faction to, you know, go over people. Because they're that good. You know, you have Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and AJ Styles. What better pairing do you have? What better pairing do you have? Like, bing, bang, boom. But, it was funny that they were sitting there talking and I don't know if it, it I think it was backstage or something, but they were Luke Gallows said something about, oh, we are the best faction in the whole world right now. We are the we're the greatest tag team of all time, greatest faction of all time, greatest team of all time. And this guy right here is phenomenal. And I will, and then all of a sudden, AJ Styles saying, yeah, we're the wait. Did you, say, did you guys say you you guys were the best? I'm just phenomenal. That would have been. Flippin' hilarious. I thought that... I would just bust out life if that, just ha if that happened. I said... <laughs> yeah, we're the, you're, we're the best... Wait, did you say you guys are the you guys are the best and I'm just phenomenal? What the heck? <laughs> like, that would have been hilarious if that happened. But yeah, i give that an A. Um, if I had to give Raw a gr grade overall, I would... Uh, just because of that match at the end, I would give that... Um, a minus... Not bad. Just because of that. There was good places in there. Uh, I'm stuck between a B plus and an A minus. I'm going to give it a B plus. I'm going to move it to B plus. That wasn't bad at all. I thought overall it was not bad. Even though, yeah, 
the Jose and Eric Rowan and the what there's something else I forget what it was but other than that guys hope you all have enjoyed and if you guys have make sure to make sure to follow me on my um, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Seth, Seth Boy Knife for Eight, and go subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. Guys, we are officially on the road to a hundred subscribers. I cannot wait for that, guys. I really am. I cannot wait for that. It's a huge milestone for me. I know it's just a hundred subscribe. I know it's just just going to be a hundred subscribers. I know a lot of others probably have millions of subscribers. But guys, that's a huge milestone for me. Since I'm a small YouTuber, I don't do for I don't you know I don't have much experience with YouTube. But hey, you know I've been here. I've been on YouTube for good for good years. Um, like I started back in. 2013 2014 i don't know i don't remember 2012 maybe um been like six years i don't know it's been quite a while but it's, it's been fun i love my youtube channel i love doing it so i love doing my podcast as well uh just i gotta have time to come back to my youtube channel i gotta i gotta get equipment i gotta you know i get like good mic, a good computer, um, good everything, like a, a decent everything, you know. I can't build off. I don't want to do something on like phone and like record a screen, you know. I don't want to do that, you know. I actually want to do something with something. Yeah, I'll do like mobile games, I guess, if you guys want that. I don't know. But yeah, just hit that. Just go to my YouTube channel, subscribe. Again, we're on the road to 100 subscribers. Make sure to hit that little bell for notifications. And, uh, yes, dudes, if you want to, sh and plus, dudes, if you subscribe to me, and, uh, if you're the first one to comment on my, uh, one of my new, new videos, or at least my old videos, or when I come back on my new videos, you might get a shout-out to your YouTube channel, or even your social medias, wherever, which one you want. Um... So yeah, dudes, uh, make sure to do all that good stuff. And plus, just go check out my other stuff on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. It's so much fun. Go check all those guys out. Even Anchor. Go check out Anchor. Such good stuff, right? And I love doing stuff on Anchor. Um, great. It's a great way to start your podcast. Um, even with Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker as well. They're all great. Um, well, all right, guys. I do want to say thank you all so much for listening. For listening. I know in the last episode, I accidentally said, oh, thank you guys so much for watching, you know. And I was like, oh, my God. Why did I say that? Uh, for flipping watching. I hope you guys enjoyed watching. Ah! Gosh, what? Is, I'm sorry about that. I really am. Guys, I do still have that YouTube mindset. And I'm always going to have that mindset. So bear with me uh, from going to the podcast to the YouTube channel. But other than that, guys, you guys are listening to the Anti-Asylum. And I'll see you guys next time.
Uh, bye bye. Bye bye, guys. See you guys.